I am Bamps, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. The camera opens up on the party shortly after Jimmy drives off into the night. Usually when people have parties, they wait around for somebody else to start leaving first to avoid the social faux pas. Really is that person who leaves first, the guest of honor. However, now that Jimmy has left, several of the other guests begin to leave, but most of the mortals hang out and continue to enjoy the party, because after all, it's a party. They don't know the full significance of whatever it means, however you guys spun it to them. But I guess we'll start with Art. Art, are you doing anything in your little command center now that things have happened? I'm sorry, not even in your command center. You are in the principal's office. Yes, I'm in the principal's office. I told Jimmy what a masterstroke it was to bring illicit substances into the domain, and he threw a snit and walked out. Sure did. What is your plan of action? You know, I do a little messing around on my telephone. You know, check my cookie clicker. What else shall I do? I suppose I shall go back to the security room. Maybe drop a few... Uh, handshakes along the way. Nothing really serious. This is just a school, but there may be some interesting tidbits of information that uh, fall into the right ears, even though the kindred are leaving the kind to party like it's 1989. Sure do. So you're just going to kind of hang out in your in the security office until uh, I guess Coco's ready to leave and everybody else is gone? Uh, yes, I will be the one turning out the lights. I have to make sure everything is cleaned up. But I did direct everybody to give Coco the congratulations that were meant for the Baron since he has left. And uh, she is the next most uh, photogenic of the uh, three and a half of us. Three and a half of you, indeed. As you sit in, you start clicking away, just kind of looking around. Camera focuses on one of the security cameras where it shows Coco talking to some people, and our camera comes through the screen and into seeing Coco. You and Eddie are kind of glad handing and talking to some people as they are saying their goodbyes. But after a few moments, Eddie stops and he's like, You know what? I'll, I'll be right back. And he moves to kind of step away from you. I mean, that's fine. Like, we do this all the time. Like, we don't need to be together 24-7. Like, he's cute. And everybody knows that, like, we are together tonight. So, fine. I was so glad that he, like, saved me earlier. Like, he can basically step away if he needs to. It's like, after all, my party. Like, he only helped me, by the way. After he walks away, a man approaches you. He was the man you'd seen earlier floating around. He wasn't really interacting with the guests in particular, not the kind, but he did have a conversation with Jimmy and then had a brief conversation with Missy and Keith. He's a little bit of an older gentleman and he comes up to you 
and introduces himself as Francis Nielsen. Square jaw, nice hair, but it's a little graying just from his apparent age when he was embraced. And he is dressed in like a business casual kind of way. And he would address you as Miss Bellingham. And then he appreciates the invite to this little party. I mean, like, people are always getting invite, invitin, invited, invitin. I think people are always getting invitin to, like, parties and stuff, like, second and third hand. So that's, like, obviously not a surprise. But he's giving me, like, a real, um, like, X-Files vibe. I'm going to, like, then shake his hand and thank you so much for coming. He starts off giving you a dainty, I don't want to crush this lady handshake but after a moment he does firm it up a little bit for you are kindred is he can i tell do you think that jimmy would have given you details of guests to invite based upon their kindred or kind status i don't know if coco would have had the foresight to ask for that or a vip list vampire important people Perhaps. You've gotten to know a lot more about the vampiric society you have found yourself in over the past six months. And the name of Francis Nielsen is familiar to you as somebody who is on your side of the dawn. You would also know that he is of Banu Hakim. This is clan. I don't really know if that means a whole lot to you at this moment. But if, do you think Coco would have dug into the clans and what that means no just like super superficially and it would have had to like make sense like if they're rich i feel like that makes sense like how the ventru are rich and... yeah and then there's like the cute ones like the peacocks and stuff and then there's the ugly ones and then there's like monster hands or whatever like me but that's like different yeah he takes a little bit of a relaxed posture as though he is going to attempt to make some small talk with you. And he asks, I, I know it has been a recent change for you. How have you been finding yourself these nights? Well, Francis, things have definitely been different, but I mean, like better than they were at first, the very, very beginning was like a rough transition. And I'm sure, like, you know, like, you were there. You saw all of that. Like, they almost killed me so many times, right? It is sadly the way of our society. I must apologize. The way your experiences were are not the way that we like to do things or condone them being done. Yeah, I feel like I got a little bit of that, like, with Summer. Like, I, I kind of get it. I'm so sorry, but like I'm trying to be better and stuff. Like, I mean, this party was supposed to be cool, and then our stupid like person of honor or whatever that guy, and I just point up at my sick ass mural. He just like fucking dipped. So sweet party, I guess, right? I'm sure that for whatever reason he has chosen to leave, it was for the betterment of all. Sometimes it is best for us to not be around others. Do you know him? Have you met him before? He's a goofball. James and I go back quite a while. And he will motion back to the table where there are two glass jugs. He and I enjoy homebrewed spirits. I do the brewing. He does the drinking. 
wait, like, are we talking like actual alcohol? Because you know what I was thinking? Like we could use our own like signature at the mall, right? He raises an eyebrow, like signature. Like, is this like a moonshine thing or is it more of like a microbrew like beer situation? Because those are super hot right now. His stature and his method of speech gives you the idea that he is way older, way old school. But most of these fucking walking corpses are. So I, I have a small still and set up on some, some land that I do as a hobby to keep me busy. So I really need to put you in touch with like, um, my friend. So Art knows all about like LLCs. And I really think that we could, and at this point, like I just kind of grab his hand and start walking him like towards the exit of where the party was just talking his ear off about how it would be perfect to set him up with a space in the mall, because then we could like work with each other. We'll sell the booze in the club that's in the mall. Obviously we'll make it super exclusive. It's going to be amazing. We're going to make so much money. The people, they will love it. Coco, as you begin to lead Francis out the door into the parking lot, the camera will once again, pull back out of the security cameras. And Art, you can see Coco beginning to lead a a gentleman out the door. A gentleman you probably at least know of? You know, I expected her to leave with someone this evening. That person I was not expecting. Uh, I should have put a, a better microphone on her cellular phone so I could listen in better. But yeah, I'll get the broad strokes when I'm done for the evening. Art, did you take over cameras or set up cameras outside as well, or are you just interior? So given that this was done in a high school, and given that the year of our Dark Lord that we are in, I am certain that there are CCTV in all the main areas, uh, all of the classrooms, and it covers probably a solid 90% of the grounds. There's probably about nine monitors that will cycle through all of these. And since they're probably, you know, some solid 24-inch flat screens bought with grants from Department of Homeland Security, I can get probably four cameras per screen. So you're talking, you know, 36 cameras that I can watch and bring one up at any time to kind of get a better idea of what's going on in one camera or not. You will see a car pull up outside. It'll park as Coco and Francis are exiting the building. Coco, you will also see this. It comes to a stop. It doesn't turn the engine off, but does kill the lights. Door opens, a gentleman steps out. He is wearing a big hat. Not like obnoxiously big, but it goes around the, the whole of his head. He has a trench coat on, pops up his collar. Goes around to the passenger side. And opens that door, and out will jump a dog, and he will come back around, and he will stand outside the side door, and just kind of chill there for a moment. Coco, do you do anything, or do you just kind of, like, move about your business? We had Valet. Alright, did he pull into, like, Valet with a dog? 
this is not one of your valet guys, and he just seems to be parking nearby to where everybody else is parking lot. Seems to have no intention of getting involved with the party as that goes on. Okay, but like, is it a cute dog? It looks like a Rottweiler. Um, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, that can't happen. These people need to be like happy and comfortable, and like a Rottweiler and some weird fucking guy in my parking lot that's not even here for the party is like clearly not okay. So, just gonna excuse me, um, uh, Francis. Uh, just one moment, please. I'll take you over. I'll show you the whole thing. It's gonna be like absolutely amazing. Just let me. I'm sorry, just one moment. And then, like, is there any valet people, like, super close to me? Or do I have to deal with this problem myself? Francis just kind of gives you a, uh, of course. And he stands there and just kind of holds his hand in, hands in front of him at his waist. As you approach this guy, there's no valet folks around. He seems to have parked outside of their area of influence, we'll call it. And as you begin to walk towards him, He's going to pull out a cigar and light it. Um, hi. Uh, are you here for the party? Because, like, if so, you it's recommended that you do valet. But, like, if you don't want to valet park, like, you have to park, like, over there. And I just, like, point towards, like, the far parking lot. As you get closer to him and some of the light starts to play across him from the cigar and a little bit from the ambient lights, you will see that this man has something very clearly wrong with him. His skin is very, very pale, like worse than your skin when you are not blushing and have just woke. It is also sunken into the part where you can kind of see the tendons that run from his top jaw to his bottom jaw. He does not have a nose. He looks as though he has a skull for a head. And as you look at his hand, it also looks as though that is incredibly skeletal. And he just blows a puff of smoke towards you. Okay, ew. Um, quick question, because that's like a lot to take in. Who's uglier on a scale of like one to ten? Like art or this like creepy skeleton cigar guy? Skeleton cigar guy is creepier. They're both fairly ugly. But as you have gotten to know several Nosferatu over the time, they all have their different brand of horribleness. Do I know anyone that's like literally that ugly? Or is it like super outlier ugly, like extra, like there's something zombie wrong here? You would recognize this man as Sullivan. At least that's the name he goes by. He is often referred to as Scullivan. Because he looks like a skeleton. Okay. Like, does he know me? Have we ever, like, chatted or I just know who he is? Was he on the list? He was not on the list. As to whether or not you know him, probably not. He seems to stay away from a lot of the Camarilla stuff, unless you would have gone out of your way to make rounds and invitations and get to know people. Um... Hey, um, uh, I'm I'm Coco. Like, are you here for the party, bro? I'm here for art. Takes a puff on his cigar. Oh, that's cool. Like, he probably already sees you. Like, did you call him or whatever? He's got like 47 phone numbers or whatever. Honestly, I think even if you just like open up your phone, I feel like he's always listening. 
Art, are you listening at this moment? Of course I am listening at this moment. Somebody has their phone on. So you can hear part of this conversation. Sullivan, or Scullivan, I don't know how you call him. He is another Nosferatu in the city. He works He works with, or in the domain of, Baron Geralt Ahmed, who is the gangrel. He does some veterinarian stuff, or at least that's what he did in life. Now he is he is a cousin, as it were. Is there another little bit of information that you would like about him? What's he been doing these past, uh, yeah, let's go back maybe six weeks. Specifically, nothing very noteworthy. He likes to keep his head down as Nilsferatur wants to do and likes to collect information. You would know that with his affinity for veterinarian and anim- working with animals, he actually prefers to, to feed off of animals as opposed to people. Being able to like go in, hey, I need blood work of this thing, you know, this lion or just these dogs or whatever, lets you draw blood. And it's, it's a lot easier than going through all the effort, especially when Occasionally, for Nosferatu, they are cursed into having to spend blood to make blood. There is that. There is that. With the shakeup in the Nosferatu clan that Abishai has made, I feel like most of them have gone sort of to ground, as though the light has been shown upon them, and like the cockroaches they are, they have scurried. Yes, that tricks. Even if I haven't. Well, it's good to see him. I will have to give him a call presently. I imagine that all Nosferatu have all other Nosferatu's phone numbers, or at least a way of getting in contact with them. There is a phone number, yes. So we will see if he has one of his phones on him. If not, I suppose they can make an appearance. So you call? I do indeed. Coco, as you are out there standing having this conversation with him, he pauses for a moment, shifts his weight, and reaches into a pocket, pulls out a phone, looks at you and says, Ah, there he is now. Takes his cigar, hands it down to the dog, where the dog bites onto it and is now hanging out of the dog's mouth, and it puffs a little cigar smoke out of its nose. That is so fucking weird. I just, like turn back for a second and just do the like one second thing to Francis like hopefully he didn't leave because it's going to be an awesome partnership I swear to god he's a gentleman of an earlier age he's not been dismissed by the, the young woman that that has asked for his attention and as you hear your phone pick up Art he just hits you with a hello Sullivan it has been too long how are you and Churchill doing? I see he has been working on his cigar game. It's, uh, well, it's been a crazy uh, couple of weeks. Uh, that is a very benign way of putting it, yes. So what can I help you with this evening? There was a uh, word on the street that you would be willing to help people with certain issues as of, and then he will say, as of uh, the prince's little statement. Why, yes, that is true. I did make that offer, and I stand by it. 
you gotta you gotta place. I do. Um, let me give you an address, and uh, we will meet, and uh, we will have a a more personal chat after this whole soiree is over with. Or, if it is pressing, please come in. Nah, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> yes, well, we will meet at the electronics store at the. Uh, 68th and Cooper. It is a quite little place. Uh, nobody really knows the owner, which is great for us. I do enjoy its um, a rustic atmosphere. We will speak there. It'll be wonderful. All right. See you. 20 minutes. 20 minutes will do. He hangs up. Uh, is that the electronic store that is in the mall or that is just near the mall? Uh, do you remember when? Raven and I had to camp outside of our respective domains. Yep. It is that place. Gotcha. I had it swept recently, actually swept for, for dust and for electronics that were not my own. Of course. Coco, he reaches down, takes the cigar back from the dog. Kind of does that thing where he salutes you with the cigar, puts it in his mouth. Thank you for your time. Opens the door, dog jumps in, and he begins to climb into the vehicle before driving off. As soon as he takes the cigar out of the dog's mouth and then puts it back in his mouth. Okay, like, I can't even control that look of just like, ew, what the fuck? And like, I heard like 20 minutes, and that was it. That was all fucking weird. Like. I just pick up my phone and just like text art WTF question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Art will text back question mark space. Churchill likes Toro's winky smiley face. Okay. So like men are clearly impossible. And I just like put my phone like back in my pocket. Just like, (laughs) cool. This is fine. And I just like shake it off and turn back to my new friend. And okay, I'm so sorry. That was like weird. My apologies. He was like here to see somebody else. Like he was almost lost, actually. He wasn't here for the party. That's weird, right? Um, but just this way to the mall, like I want to show you. And if we have to drive, like I move to the closest nice car because it's mine. As you turn around and begin walking back and having this conversation, you will notice got an intense look over your shoulder towards where this guy, this apparent Sullivan is getting in his car and driving off. And once that car begins to move, he returns his full attention to you. Of course, do you have time tonight? This is a, an interesting idea. However, I do not want to get in front of other business. No, I feel like all of my business pretty much left me. I mean, the party's over. And I think that Eddie left. Like, do you know my friend, Eddie? He helped me, like, get the DJ. He's a really nice guy. He's, like, super cute and, like, very popular or whatever. Have you guys, like, met? I mean, like, I'm sure that you have. What am I saying? He grits his teeth. And then, with a reserved politeness, says that, yes, I have had the pleasure of interacting with Edward. 
Yeah, so I had to throw this party and it took a little bit of work and I think that it worked out. But I mean, like, all of like my friends have pretty much rolled out. I have nothing to do but like hang out with Jade, but she'll like come over and hang out like later. Um, what are you doing? Do you did you have something else to do? What is it? Like, is it cool? I was merely here for James and then I was to return back to to my home and do nothing of consequence, I imagine. This feels awkward to discuss and talk about. No, like, not at all. Like, if you want to do something, that's cool. Because, honestly, I don't even... <laughs> I was going to have, like, a little after party or whatever at the mall. But I don't even feel like it. I just kind of... It's been a weird night, right? It's been, like, weird. Her phone will buzz. Text on it says, yeah, no kidding. Winky smiley face. Okay, so like I immediately check my phone because like maybe it's something cool and it is. That's that's cool. So just kind of like a little more shoulders down. But anyway, like if you want to go out, like I'm totally down. We could do something fun. Like it's kind of boring right here right now. If you want to hang out, I'm down. I'm sorry to be spelling him. I'm not sure that it is appropriate for a man of my age and you of yours to to meet in such a fashion if that was sorry this is very odd i'm sorry i didn't mean to like make it awkward or whatever my bad um we don't (sighs) that's cool it's fine but um i really do want to talk to you about like putting liquor in the club and I thank you for your time. And I just like roll out. He clearly just like dumped me. Like we weren't even dating and he just like ditched me and dumped me. Like it's making me very sad. No, it's not funny. Okay. Like I hear you with your little giggle, but here's the thing. Okay. I threw this whole fucking party for Jimmy and then he threw some like little bitch fit over some like weird fake ass biker or something. And that was not cool. And feeling kind of alone because everyone has left me except for Art. And he clearly doesn't want to hang out. He's more of like a babysitter. And this was supposed to be a party. Like I spent so much time working on this to literally get ditched by an old guy. Let's just say ditched. It is a problem of communication between generations as I imagine Coco is not very into older time periods and stuff uh so Jimmy is still like holding on to this stupid fucking car and this horrible music from like when my dad was a kid or whatever it's gross gotcha you know this guy is way older than that and it's in ye olden times it was not really proper for, you know, a woman to just kind of like, yo, let's go. We go in. So he's having probably having troubles adjusting to that aspect of modern society. However, like Coco just had a really bad night, bro. Oh, so Coco's going to need some, some cheering up. Like maybe a little bit of love, like get with the times. Okay. It's a lot harder for some people. He will ask if he could come calling upon you in three nights to have 
discussions about this business arrangement. Yeah, we can we can totally talk. Um, here's my number, and I have business cards because it's a party, and I'm trying to be like fancy, so I hand him a business card. Um, just like call me or text me or whatever. Um, please don't email. Like I don't check that as often, and I'll likely Art will get it first. But like I want him to be there, so we need to like coordinate and. We'll come over the time that we can get together. Thank you so much for your interest in my business opportunity. He looks at the the card, turns it over to look at the back of it. Yes. Text messages. Of course. Opens up the little like interior pocket on his coat pocket and then puts the business card inside of it. I will I will speak to you soon. And he will awkwardly begin to, to head towards his vehicle. Poor guy is not ready for a cocoa. I don't know who feels more awkward right now, honestly, because none of that was great for me. I am going to just like text Jade as I'm like walking back towards the door of the stupid fucking gymnasium school situation gym party thing. Like, um, grab some dope, meet me in the bathroom. Cool. She's like, you got it. Art, I imagine you leave. Do you take all your stuff, or are you intending to come back? You know, they said uh, before I was buried that I couldn't take it all with me, and I tend to prove them wrong every time I do. I will leave a few handshakes behind in the usual spots, because there will always be something, but I am going to take the majority of them with me. That way I can at least drop them off and let them start downloading before I come back. Sure. Things will start moving digitally. Do you drive or do you just walk? It's not that far away, and I, I'm feeling the need to stretch my legs. I, I don't think this party was uh, well-received by anybody, including us, but that makes sense. So as you arrive, you'll see his car parked outside of the building. Lights off. The vehicle's actually turned off. Do you just kind of open the door, or you just go up and knock on his car? What's your plan as... The vehicle is just kind of sitting out here off and parked. plan right now is to actually uh, sneak my way inside. If I remember myself incorrectly, he does tend to have uh, his fine furry friends do favors for him. So once I flick the lights on inside, I'm sure he'll know to come in because somebody or something would have told him. He does enjoy animal company more so than people company. Yeah, well, the way some people are, I do not blame him. Exactly. And it's easy enough for you to get inside. This is intimately familiar with And after a minute or two of you having flipped on some lights, the door will open and Sullivan will walk inside. You will see that his dog, uh, Churchill, is sitting outside and has a cigar. Sullivan, it is good to see you. It has been too long. Our, it's been, uh, well, that's half our business. <laughs> yes, I suppose it is. So I'm going to make this uh, make this a little quick here. I got I got a cold one in the car. It needs to go away. All right. Has he already been tossed? Uh, identification, anything of that sort already been taken away? I left all that with him, but I did, you know, make my, uh, I did take a look. 
so that I know what uh, what it was just in case you need some assistance. But I don't know how you do your thing, but I left it with him so that you can uh, get it done however you need it done. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, it is a trade secret, of course. It is my own special blend, but I am uh, quite pleased to take care of this for you. Great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get him. He goes out, pops the trunk of the car, brings out a six-foot-long rolled-up tarp, begins to carry it right back inside your little shop here. Well, all right. Uh, Art is going to make sure that uh, the way to the basement is open. No sense in leaving this out where somebody may chance a look through a glass doorway. You want him to carry it down, or...? Yeah, we'll both carry it down. Two of you guys carry it down easy enough. What's the room that he's dropping this guy in? It's a storeroom, so there are plenty of racks. Uh, there are crates with old electronics stacked on them. You're seeing a informal museum of electronics dating back to the early 70s. You've got Atari XT800s. You've got Commodores. You've got a couple of ColocoVisions. If a collector was in here, he'd probably blow his top at some of the old stuff that's in here. There's, you know, all this old stuff on the racks. Uh, you're seeing wire capacitors that are like the size of bowling balls and, and things of that nature. And the floor is, as I said before, it's been swept clean. It's bare concrete. Old iridescent lights, you know, the kind that do the really heavy buzzing when you turn them on. It takes like, you know, 15 seconds for them to flicker on when you hit the switch. It's the kind of place where you would expect somebody like Dan Aykroyd from the first Ghostbusters. Like it's the basement of his of Ray's occult. Like it's that kind of place. It's where it's where secrets happen. Of course. You guys load this body onto a table, and he just... All right, then, uh, have a good night. Yes, Sullivan, you as well. Gives you a little tip of the hat and begins to just leave. Art is not going to do anything with his tart until Sullivan has left, got in his car, driven away. Art will lock the doors, turn the lights out, go back downstairs. He doesn't need light to do this. Sure. Well, I take that back. He needs some light to do this. He will leave a single iridescent light bulb over this bench that they put the tarp on. Wonderful. And then he will unroll the tarp. Coco, as you come back inside looking for Jade, you'll see her standing as though she is waiting outside of the bathroom. That kind of awkward moment when it's like, uh, the parent is taking the child into the, the potty and and the other parent is stuck standing outside waiting. And as you come up to her, she's like, she pushes off the wall and looks a little anxious and just kind of, hey girl, you all right? No, like, fuck this. Fuck this whole night. Like, I feel like I just keep getting shitted on and all I do is like for other people. Like, I'm a giver, right? Like, I'm like totally been putting myself out there all night long, right? Like, just like doing. It's been like weeks. I've just been doing unto others or whatever. Right? This was so much work, and I don't think that Jimmy appreciates it at all. God, I can't believe he was hot once. Yeah. Hot is like an overstatement. All right. Like, um, let's, like, 
let's find like a VIP. I don't want to hang out anymore. Like I feel like the party's over. Someone needs to tell the DJ. Maybe I like, you know what? Um, did uh, did you even know? Like, is Eddie still there? or Did he leave? Uh, he's over there somewhere. I I haven't seen him leave. Okay, sick. I'm just gonna text him like um to deal with the DJ and like I think I'm over this. Um, we'll just like let the people. We have con- contingencies. Like I have a contingency. There's like a guy here, right? Didn't we? Didn't we make that guy like in charge of things, like a concierge or whatever? Yeah, I think it was one of one of Jimmy's guys from the mall. Okay, so we need to find that motherfucker real quick and threaten the hell out of. I kind of want to threaten him, but I don't know if I should be nice or if. Like, what do you think? Like, will he, like, he just needs to know this is serious. Uh, I don't know. He's, do you think he knows? She's like, I guess, do you know if he knows? Because, like. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we should just, like, real quick do a track down. Just do, like, a reminder. And then I think we should bounce. I think we should tell Eddie we're leaving. And I think we should just leave. And, like, um, just, like just like get the fuck out of here because I I'm ready to like to explode. And honestly, like it wouldn't, it would be really cool. Like if you could carry like my book bag and then I could just like go kind of blow off some steam someplace because like, I need to get back to my roots. This is like ridiculous. It's been a shit fucking night. And honestly, fuck this dress. The dress is super cute though. Okay. But like you're listening, like you're hearing, like find the dude, please. Sure. Uh, let me go. I thought you wanted to to powder your nose real quick. Honestly, like it's a everything at once situation right now. So we're going to deal. We're going to get the fuck out of here. And in the car on the way, we're going to like, you know, like just have some alone time. And then like, maybe it would be cool. Like we could pick up some, some paint and then I'll paint something. Okay. Like that's a plan, right? That's a solid plan. Yeah. It sounds like a plan. We could totally do that. And as you guys have made your plan, uh, you will hear the toilet flush that you are standing outside of. I imagine it's because this is still at a school, so it's got a couple of stalls in there. And Summer will walk out of the bathroom. And she'll see the two of you sitting there waiting. And she's like, oh, oh, um, evening. Hey, girl. Hey, it's been like a weird fucking night. Um, are you, you cool? How, how was the party like for you? Oh, it was it was fine. Uh, it was a little weird that Jimmy rolled out, but you know that's. I don't. I'm just. <sighs> Stephen said that uh, we had to make an appearance, and I just got away from him for a couple of minutes to take care of a thing. And you will see that she has a little a little spot of red on the side of her mouth. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I think I'm gonna go like kind of do like the sames. Um, like you're more than welcome to come with because it was fucking weird. And I still feel like, like I owe you something because like, I'm sorry. Um, but like, it wasn't a bad party. Like it was weird, but like, thank you so much for coming. Like I really, really, really appreciate it. Like you did me a solid, like I'm, I'm really trying here summer. And I feel like everyone hates me and wants to kill me. So I, girl, I got that feeling too. Like, all eyes are on me all the time. This is the worst. I used to just be invisible to 
people, but now it's the opposite. Oh, honey, like, you're totally not invisible. And I give her, like, the girl, like, tight little, like, oh, hug. Like, I see you. You're right here. You're so cute. And pinch her chin. She hugs you back real good, like, real tight. Like, she's needed just some kind of seemingly normal human interaction. And Jade will come around and, you know, pile on top to to make like a, a three-way big hug here. Oh my god, like girl time. I love you girls. Like for real, my best friends. Super best friends. And after a moment, you'll hear the steps of somebody else coming out of the bathroom. And out will walk Amira. She looks a little woozy. Oh my god, and here's my other best friend. Hey girl, hey. And just kind of like pull her in and let her be like confused. And I want to try and do like a secret nom. I feel like people do that. You do a secret nom and then they like mystery them somehow. I totally want to try that. You get that look in your eyes. You start scanning the room. You know, you lips part a little bit. Fangs start to come down. Summer shakes her head a little bit like that little tiny, just a little bit of shake shakes her head so I can't even do like a, a, a little like mom like I miss it like it's just like a, and then there's just air that's messed up like she's trying to signal to you to not do a little numb and if you look at her she just she mouths the words to you I I just did oh and like the O is all over Coco's face um Okay, and I just do like a kiss on the forehead because she's not going to remember this now either. And like an actual hug, like, and I miss you, my friend hug. This shit's weird, but you're not going to remember this. It's cool. Cutting back over to Art as your as your arms encompass your friend Amira and give her a little hug as she's still woozy. Art, flipping this over, you're going to see a man seemingly mid thirties, six one, maybe no more like five eleven. He's wearing some big heavy boots. Jeans, he's got a light jacket on and a t shirt with a with like a turtleneck over top of it. He has a wallet, keys, some cash, credit cards. Let's see here. You will get his name as Justin Campbell. You're going to see that he has an out-of-state license. It is from it's from New York. you notice that he's from out of town. you can notice he's 35 years old. He's seemingly just kind of like an average guy. There's a small bag that was put in between his legs that's wrapped up in the tarp. You can down, go down to that. You flip that open. Start rooting through that. And there's very curious things that you see in here. For one, there's a pistol. It's not completely unusual, but it's it's a revolver, and it's got the cylinders a little different. It only holds four bullets, but the bullets are much larger. The barrel has been changed out for a larger caliber. There are bullets in here, and as you look at them, they're odd. They don't look like your normal bullets. The metal in the actual bullet is discolored. 
I don't know what color metal will change to when it's mixed with silver, but Art's smarter than I am. He's been doing this kind of stuff for a while. Uh, typically, allied silver will look like silver. Cool. So it looks silver-ish. There are a couple of other things. There is a little flask in there, like a hip flask. There is a couple more bullets that look like they're... can't really do like a speed loader because they're not the right size. It's all custom, but it's eight more of these bullets. There's a knife. The knife has been silvered. Doesn't look like the whole blade, obviously, but just like electroplated on the outside of it. There's a, a just a standard clock. Well, standard in that it's here. There's a silencer, and it has no serial numbers. So a standard spook issue clock. If they are the kind that, instead of like getting a gun and etching off or acid burning off or otherwise modifying to get rid of the serial numbers and are just made with no serial numbers, then yes, a, a spook issue clock. Uh, there's an extra clip for that, but those are just regular bullets. And then there is also one of those laser temperature guns that people will use to take temperatures quickly. And his cell phone. Is the cell phone off? The cell phone is off. Small mercies. Probably more than we deserve. It has been many years since I've seen a hunter come through. I wonder which alphabet soup agency you are a part of. Let us check your boots. Do you have a tracker inside? Is that what these are? These platform shoes? Investigating the rest of his clothes, it all seems like run-of-the-mill stuff. Sure, his boots might be a little heavier combat, like a little thicker tread, not like full-on combat boots, but you don't see anything unusual about any of his clothing. It's the kind of stuff you could walk into a Walmart and walk out 20 minutes later. Uh, you know what? Let's do calls of death. Taking off his clothes, rolling him over, finding it out. You're going to see that he's still got blood in him. So he was not drained. It looks as though when you push his, his beard and his turtleneck down, it looks as though somebody got under his neck and was choking him and then probably just cranked on the neck a little bit. You will see a couple of scratch and bite marks from presumably a very angry dog. No wonder Churchill needed a Toro. His clothes do have some of the the trademark evidence of being in a recent scuffle. Like there's some dirt on the, the knees and on the back of the pants and the shirt. The idea forms that perhaps he was stalking somebody may have been Sullivan, may have been somebody else. And, well, this is a problem that needs solved. Yes, I agree it is. Thank you, invisible person. God, I swear to you, I have, I have been talking with mischief for too long. Now I think I am Malkavian. This is concerning, self. The ceiling knows. The beef knows. A hunter is in town, he is now dead, which means that other hunters will recognize his sacrifice and come to investigate. This is not the most optimal. But they shouldn't let a good crisis or a good body go to waste. So he's going to save the wallet, the phone contents. Like He puts all, all of those little things in the bag 
he leaves in there. He will gently fold the clothes, put them in the bag, zip it up, put the boots next to the bag, and set them on the other side of the room near the door. He flips the body back over, so Mr. Campbell is staring up at the ceiling, and a red-stained hand just kind of closes the eyes. And Art will pull out another small pouch, and it, it's a little leather bundle, very small. It could be held in the hand. looks like it should hold uh, lockpicks. And he rolls it open on this bench, and it is a set of surgical tools, scalpel, forceps, things of that nature. He sets to his gruesome work. He does. And he's going to drop down to one hunger, I'm sure. I am sure that he is. While this is happening, we're going to cut back over to Coco and her, well, her bestest girlfriend, one of her other girlfriends, and Summer, who may be one of her girlfriends. Summer is super cute, so she'll totally fit in. And, you know, I feel bad because, like, I was kind of a jerk still. Like, I know I shouldn't feel bad. She's, like, apologized to me. However, she's nice. And maybe, like, if she wants to hang out, like, I'm down. Like, I need more friends. She clearly needs friends. Like, we, like, know each other, like, without even really knowing each other. You know? You have, like, some kind of super spiritual connection with being undead monsters. Yes. And, like, I want to paint this because I'm feeling very, like, stifled right now. All I worked on was Jimmy shit, okay, for, like, a while. And I need an outlet. As you're sitting there hugging Amira, and Amira starts to kind of come around. Someone says, uh, I should go find Mr. Cohen. I'm sure he is ready to go. Yeah, totes, but like, you know, you can text me like whenever. Okay, like, and if you want, like, I'll send you a picture of what I do. Like, you heard me. You know the plan. I'm like, you're more than welcome to come if you want. But like, I understand, like, why you wouldn't want to because, like, I had a fucking, like, GPS ankle monitor on for, like, ever, like a dog. Like, you remember, right? Like, I'm sorry, but like, it's funny. It's funny now, right? She does wince a little bit when you bring up the ankle monitor. While you're having this conversation and coming out, uh, Stephen Cohen comes over. He just gives you all a very quick... Ladies, looking around to all of you, and Mira kind of coming out of it almost all the way now. And then he turns to Summer. Summer, are you are you prepared? And Summer looks from you to Mr. Cohen. And then... That like, oh, but but dad, I want to play. Mr. Stephen Cohen turns to you, Coco, which I imagine you have not really interacted with him a whole lot, given as, you know, he's kind of a dick. And is indirectly, or at least his child is indirectly, for the situation that you currently find yourself in. Jade puts her eyes down and just kind of steps back like, no, 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 I'm not here. He says, thank you for the invitation tonight. One would have thought, with the way that things went, that you were the Toreador and he was the gangrel. Um, thanks. You're welcome. If you are finished here, I believe that my child and I are needed to go. 
Summer speaks up to him and says, uh, Coco has invited me to go out with them this evening, if that's all right. She looks nervous. He raises an eye barrel and looks to you, Coco, and it's like, this is true. Totally going to do some girl shit, like for real. And you will be responsible if anything happens this evening, which then also means that Arthur will be responsible if anything happens this evening. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Like he's always around. I promise we'll be good. We're not doing anything crazy. Like the crazy part was the party and the party's over. Clearly, because like we're all leaving. He'll turn to Summer and he'll say, very well. I expect you home by 3 a.m. She will say, yeah, 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 thanks. Thank you. And as he gives you a small nod, he will turn and begin to walk away. And she's just going to kind of like look as though a large weight has been lifted off. And the four of you, well, three of you and Amira's leans against the wall for a second and then he's just like, oh my god, Coco, oh my god, Jade, girl, what up? Right, this is going to be a bliss, it's going to be so much fun, I can't wait, okay. All right, so let's get a car, valet, ready? Uh, Sure, let me just, you know, where are we going? You heard me, right? Like, first we're going for a drive. We're going to go pick up some spray paint and stuff and then i'm gonna do some art and we're just gonna hang out like old times it's gonna be great you're gonna love it just trust me okay we're just like going driving sweet let me text stan and then we'll go i'll just be like yo girl time i'm outie she'll pull out her phone and she'll begin to text while summer looks slightly awkward while walking like we're walking and we're walking and we're walking you guys can get a car and get out and go into the evening just to kind of fast forward through some of the rest of the next few hours of your night. Summer apologizes at some point for taking a snack out of a mirror when the two of you are alone. It's like, I, sorry, I didn't know that she was somebody you knew. Honestly, like, it's okay. It's only fair. Um, so it was like a real weird surprise. Like I haven't seen her in months, months and months. And then like Rando, she showed like, did you bring her here? I've never met her before. I just, I, you know, and she fit the the menu, so needed to take a little bit. And besides, I made a bit of a deal with Art and Jimmy about being allowed to to come down here every once in a while. Yeah, no, that's cool. Like, I really can't be mad at you because that would like be, be being mad at myself. Um, it's cool because she's gonna like sober up eventually, and then this will all be a blur. And then like, um, my I'm planning to have a hotel party. Um, you should totally come, and it's gonna be like old times. You know what I mean? But like, different now. And then next time we can be like, no, don't you remember? Like we were all together like not that long ago, you know. So it's not like super awkward. Does she know? No. Like I just saw her tonight for like the first time in since forever. I just told you that, duh. Yeah, I know, but I don't know if she like you told her or anything. I don't know if she knew from before or whatever. Jade knows, right? Like she's like totally, yeah, totally. Okay, that's. Got it. 
But like, what do you say? Do you hang out with any of your old friends? Like, did you have old friends? Like, it's weird, right? It's it's certainly weird. I don't really hang out with any of them. Well, a lot of them were kind of rounded up and killed or sold off. So it's, it's awkward. I don't know whether or not I got off lucky or not, but she just kind of like shrugs. She's let her hail down. She's gotten into that totally like relaxed. God, I hate being in that stuffy clothes that he makes me wear because that's what a venture is supposed to wear. So you would think that for being old money like they are, that they would have some style. Yeah, well, they're no Gucci's. That's for like sure, right? <laughs> right? Oh my god. And he insists that I have some sort of fucking reputation uphold or whatever, like his fucking bloodline is a curse or whatever. Or my bloodline, I guess. It's fucking bullshit. Wait, you're cursed? I didn't know there was like curses. Am I cursed? Like we're all cursed though. Like is that how we're talking? Like just a general, like it's just a curse. So like do you know about him? I mean, like, not really, because they're all old, stuffy, and boring. Like, there hasn't been anyone that's been, like, super, super cool, except for, like, a couple people. The rest of them are, like, kind of strange. Yeah, right. Well, so, his previous child, you know, before me, uh, was this guy named Bradley Kelly. Shut up. What? He He fucked up at one of Carol's parties, and then... I don't really know what happened to him, and it's not super kosher to ask uh, my sire what happened, because he's still a little mad about it. Ew, that's so weird. Like, I met that guy, like, before he tried to, like, he tried to make me a ghoul. Shut up. I swear to God. And, like, I'm not exactly sure, but I feel like I think it worked a little bit. You like what you've killed for him? I don't think so, but it's all very like vague. That's that's kind of what it's like. Where like, would you have died for him? And he'd like just met him. Okay, so like I tell you what, I had this super cute apartment, and I had like this brand new, like amazing, super like top of the line mattress. I gave him my bedroom. That's how much I like that guy. Okay. And I was like a person who like needed sleep. And you like just met him. Okay. Like no judgment. Yeah. Duh. Like, like that's, that's what happens. You know, they puts the whammy on you and then you just do dumb shit for people that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. I mean, it's, Sounds like it didn't end too well for you, but like, I don't know. Um, I think they're done in there, though. She just kind of looks back to wherever Jade and Amir are doing. No, cool. Let's totally, let's do this. And then I think I know where there's like this sick ass wall that like deserves it. Honestly, totally deserves it. She's down. She's down the party. She's down to have friends. And the two of you walk off down to get up to no good. Starting trouble in a neighborhood. Come back over to Art, who has finished his gruesome tasks. 
and is preparing some meals for his larder. You had mentioned reducing your hunger. Yes. So there were no kidneys in the body, not after he was done with them. They were delicious, if uh, a little stale, since, uh, you know, this guy's been cold for a little bit. They also had a little bit of a tingle to them. A little bit of a tingle? Yes. Wrecking your brain as you're working your way through this first kidney. You know that something that hunters have that is perhaps the most unexplainable or perhaps even dangerous aspect of something they can do is it's called true faith that if somebody truly believes in a religious figure a higher power or something along those lines that they can call down an instrument of god's wrath that can negatively affect vampires because they are cursed by god the details are not exactly well known but amongst things that can happen is that vampires are unable to consume their blood and as this man has a lot of blood in him and these are blood rich bits and pieces you don't feel as though you're gonna vomit it back up or anything along those lines but it does give it a little certain spice Uh, sometimes variety is the spice of life but uh, true faith Going to have to check my books. I may have to make a few calls. I know that Giovanni have been uh, acting up again as of late. There were some interesting developments in the old country. Indeed, there were. They now like to call themselves the Hakata. Yes, and if there's anyone that the La Sombra hate more, it's the Hikata. Perhaps. These are thoughts and things that plague your mind a little bit. As your phone buzzes. Art will look away from the uh, cavity and look to his phone. It's a text message from Jimmy. Oh, my little boy is growing up. I am so proud. What does it say? It says, hey, Art, I may have pissed off the Russians. It is the 4th of August, 2021. Um, I should really come up with snappy subtitles. It's fine. We fix it in post. I mean, we don't. Uh, I fix it in post. That's the title. I fix it in post. He's a little bit of an older gentleman, and he comes up to you and introduces himself as Francis Nielsen. He's, uh, you know who Michael Shannon is? The young comedian guy? No, oh, no, the older guy. He was Zod. He just stopped. Oh, yeah. I know who he is. He looks kind of like him. Just talking his ear off about how it would be perfect to set him up with a space in the mall because then we could, like, work with each other. We'll sell the booze in the club that's in the mall, obviously. We'll make it super exclusive. It's going to be amazing. We're going to make so much money. The people, they will love it. So a few questions so I know how to ask for this dice roll. 
One, are you lying? Are you manipulating him? No, 100% believe it. Okay. Two, are you, because you're like you're walking him to the exit, are you kind of like, all right, time to go, buddy? No, I want to leave with him. And if he'll go with me, I will take him to the mall and show him the space that I have like envisioned for this. <laughs> okay. Um, give me, I guess, like charisma and etiquette or, uh, or charisma and persuasion, whichever one you think is more appropriate. I'm totally trying to sell him on this idea. Like, I don't even really know this guy, except he's old and weird and like he makes booze and he's clearly not capitalizing on that. And I have all of these people here that I need to get fired up. That's fair. And as you start walking and talking with him, uh, leading him to the d- kitties, which kitty is that? So I know who to, uh, who to give uh, casting credit to. That's Casey. What's up, buddy? Casey sounds like Shadow when Shadow decides he wants to sing downstairs. He's sitting in the corner by the air conditioning vent right now. Like, I guess chasing a leprechaun or something. Buddy, what you doing? Come on. Every once in a while, he gets he's old. He's probably 13 to 15, somewhere in those, those ranges. But, you know, he's still a little, little perm machine. I got to give you a good picture so we can also credit him visually because he's fucking adorable. That would be preferable. Yes. Oh, my little boy is growing up. I'm so proud. What does it say? It says, hey, Art, I may have pissed off the Russians. Right. I'm muted. Sorry. And I don't have the camera on. I'm, I was facepalming. I'm facepalming. Art is facepalming. Um, it's probably going to get cut there anyway, because that's kind of like the end. Perfect cutting moment. Yeah, no, it is. It absolutely is. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.